queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Well, before we get into um, today's show and all the loveliness with it, we do want to take a moment um, from the three ladies here at Queens Takeover and extend our condolences to the victims of the shootings in both Buffalo and Orange County. Unfortunately, um, gun violence is something we still have not been able to steer away from, and we do hope that the um, suspects taken into custody um, are definitely brought to justice because this has got to stop. This is this has got to stop. <sighs> okay, now, unless you've been living under a rock for the past month, Twitter has been blowing up with the rivalry that that started on Twitter and it will now come late on May twentieth between Shane Taylor Promotions and Takeover. As y'all know, we had the takeover guys on a couple weeks ago, and we opened it up to rebuttals. And luckily, the Rev was kind enough to join us today for his so we can get his side of the story. Welcome, Rev. Appreciate appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. And uh, I know we're going to be talking about a lot. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Okay, but uh, do we need to call you like Sir Rev? Or was it Prince Rev? Because I, told, I, think I told he just people, got so, knighted. Someone, someone, someone said, "Do we call you Sir Rev?" And I was joking. I said, "You can call me Prince Rev now." Prince <laughs> <laughs> Rev. So, who was the feel, organization I feel, I feel that? Like if, I feel like if they call me Prince, I got to come out to Prince music. So you never know. So, what was the organization that knighted you? Yeah, so that was the uh, Scottish Rite. That was the uh, Ancient Accepted Scottish Rite organization, one of the fraternities I'm connected with. And uh, so that was what they called their uh, their 32nd degree. It has a fancy name to it. It's not all fancy. But uh, it's called <laughs> uh, the, the degree, the actual title was Sublime Prince of the Royal Secret. Uh, so that is the official title of that, which is, uh, which is uh, pr- you know, pretty cool. And uh, something's been on, like, the bucket list for a little bit of time. But uh, anyone as part of Scottish Rite, they will tell you, you know, kind of, you know, throughout the whole process, it's, it's really just about, you know, how to just find a deeper sense of yourself and then how to, you know, turn that into giving back to others and, and really being a big part of it. And I'm I'm the type of person, like, I'm really big in, in community giving and, and giving out and just trying to share a lending hand. And, and hopefully, you know, someone can lead by example and do things in their own way, whatever their strengths are, to give back to their own community. So, so that, that was a super, super cool honor for me. Super cool honor. Oh, that's fantastic. Congratulations. Congratulations. Okay. And I do have one more quick question. Did Bougie Uh-oh. ever show up to LaGuardia? You know, he didn't. Okay. Now, now I know, I know what he said. He didn't want to deal with the traffic. 
Uh, he didn't want to deal with that. And I clearly told him TSA was going to walk him right to my terminal. I had a ticket for him. <laughs> I don't know if he got caught up fighting the Bodega Cats, but he didn't show up. But it's okay. It was also right. Mother's Day, too. But yeah. and I would have sent him back with some flowers, at least a rose. But, you know, I'll, I'll give him that. I told him, okay, I understand. It's Mother's Day. Have fun. But I'll, I'll <laughs> see you May 20th. I'll see you May 20th. He did not show up. Okay. Of course. Of course. All right, well, let's get to know you a little bit. Uh, Kayla, let's take care of our uh, usual traditional business. What was that moment as a wrestling fan that happened that you're like, hey, I want to be a wrestler. This is what I want to do in life. Like, and you can also maybe throw maybe, you know, who we know certain, it could be a certain match, superstar. Um, I don't know, any, just any historical moment that happened that made you think, hey, I want to be a wrestler. Yeah, it, I would definitely say 1998, Eddie Guerrero versus Travel Guerrero, Bash at the Beach. Uh, the loser had to get their hair cut. Uh, that was the wake up for me. I think I was always a wrestling fan, but something that really made me say, whoa, I have to be a part of this. Uh, just to see the, if anyone has seen anything about the late, great Eddie Guerrero, um, he just could command a room. You know, he didn't have to be the biggest superstar, the biggest pro wrestler out there for you to see that he had a larger than life characteristic. Uh, personality, just everything about him. You know, if you were, if you, you, had, you had to literally live under a rock and not watch wrestling to not be gravitated by a man like Eddie Guerrero. So that was uh, 1998. I was like, listen, I got to really try to do this. And uh, fast forward to 2011 is when I initially got trained and, and you know, kind of been on the uphill ever since that. But Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero, if there was no Eddie Guerrero, there probably would not be a Reverend Hunt that, that probably would have took, taken the next step to be a pro wrestler years later. Nice. Oh, long. Viva la raza. Woo. Viva la raza. Latino heat. So, so <laughs> but before we move on from other stuff, would you put him in your Mount Rushmore? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, absolutely. Um, I, <laughs> I think it was one of those things that a lot of people, I don't think we, we truly saw the greatness of Eddie Guerrero. You know, although he had a legacy and accolades that, were by themselves, bar none, amazing. Um, I think there was kind of right at the precipice of him kind of clicking in that next gear, almost like what you see with Edge now. It's almost like that pro wrestling rebirth. Randy Orton, that pro wrestling rebirth. I think Eddie Guerrero was right at that rebirth stage right before he passed. So I, I still, still this day, and I was down that hill of saying that, you know, while we seen the great Eddie Guerrero, I still think that there was definitely more on the table and he was realizing that before he passed away. So he's, de- he's definitely in my Mount Rushmore. I told you, bump boys. I fucking <laughs> told you. Thank oh, you. Oh, no, don't, don't, yeah, don't tell me you pulled me into a trap. No, 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 no. no. We, we had the bump boys on for a gestures challenge, which is because I am basically a fountain of useless knowledge. And uh, apparently I'm good at this shit for some ungodly reason. And uh, we were talking about our Mount Rushmore on one of their shows, and I said that we have to consider Eddie, and they Absolutely. didn't, and one of them didn't really want to, like, you know, go there, and the fact that you said that, and that's exactly pretty much how I felt and feel about oh, Eddie brought that up, yeah. Yeah, I know, but you too, but, like, you know, from somebody else to actually bring this in, it, it kind of feels good that, you know, I'm validated in saying that Eddie is part of that Mount Rushmore 
especially somebody that's actual an actual wrestler and that's the one that is like you know his inspiration right. for being a wrestler so to me hands, like, you know, hands down i think even when you look at you know how sasha banks has been it's been no secret of the imagination how she's felt and how uh she has mentioned how eddie guerrero has has persuaded and you look at uh and and i feel old because i feel like i've been watching dominic mysterio since his birth and now all of a sudden he's wrestling with his dad. I'm like, my guy, I remember the TV custody battles between yes, Eddie and Yes, Ray. yes, yes. And then now that was the first, now, that was the year I got into wrestling. Yeah, and then now I'm seeing you, you know, point to the sky, pay your accolades, a little shimmy, you're hitting frog splashes. Uh so you know, all all of that kind of goes into that factor. And I think a lot of guys that you see today, uh, rather they, you know, visually say it or, you know, you catch them in a podcast, a lot of them will say that if they had an opportunity with Eddie Guerrero, he has taught them so much both inside and out of the ring. So uh, he's definitely submitted in, in the in the Mount Rushmore. And whoever disagrees, I'm going to chop you. Ooh. <laughs> I can't remember if it was Will or Joe, but it was one of, it was one yeah. of the others. <laughs> well, if, you can't, if you can't remember, they'll both get one. I'll keep doing it. So someone admits it really was. Deal, 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 deal. All right. So we have a little game for you. It's kind of like a word association game. So it's like we're going to give you like a name or a subject and first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. All right. All right. Jolly. All right. So I know you just said Eddie, but is there another wrestling icon that pops in your head? The Rock. Dream opponent. Bray Wyatt. Ooh. Or St- the Fiend or regular Bray Wyatt? How would you? I just want to know his. Mm. He's, <laughs> he's like, I don't know. I, I, I would, I would give regular Bray Wyatt with the Wyatt family just on how much you vocally heard from him. I think that we would be able to build a good promo uh, just based on that and, and bringing the masses together. But uh, if he does want to bring out the Fiend, the Rev has a little bit of a Fiend side of him as well. So I think that there's some, there's some legs to that. Nice. And, and side, side note, I did call him out about this. Uh, I was in the top rank for Tough Enough. Uh, I did call it out even back then, and it got on WWE's website. So, <laughs> oh <Ooh>, shit! <laughs> nice. All right, STP dominance. Ooh, Crocs. Hate them. <laughs> That's not that wasn't a word. Those words, but I think that that counts on behalf of on behalf of Crocs. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. Takeover. Bitches. Ooh. <laughs> Jay Bougie. Punk. <laughs> That's another one I could throw another word in there. Brat. Entitled. Takashi69. Okay. I'm you did not just go to Takashi69. Oh my I'm God. You just went with rules, rainbow so teeth, motherfucker. Certain ones get me over the edge a little bit. Oh, oh, oh. Someone explain to me what the hell that was. Someone explain. Takash is the guy that snitched on everybody in prison, like to get out of going to prison. And he's got like these rainbow fucking grills and he looks like a fucking Skittles factory exploded and had a child oh, that, okay. that needs to just disappear. And he wears, <laughs> and he wears Crocs. Oh, that guy. Okay, that guy. Okay, now I know who you're talking about. She said that guy. <laughs> I said, no, because no, it's like you tweeted out about him earlier with the picture and everything. So it's like, yeah, that, that guy. I just forgot his name off the top of my head. 
All right. So before we get into the event, one thing that Jay Bougie said on our last show, because I asked him directly, I was like, going, what happened? How did this whole thing on Twitter get started between TakeOver and STP? And he actually said it's because of you. Because you tweeted out to him, I want Jay Bougie on a silver platter, I think it was what he said. He might have added and stretched a little bit, but if he wants it to be a silver platter, then that puts him a little bit above his pay grade on, on what I felt at that present time. I told the pro wrestling world to feed me Jay Bougie on a plate between okay. the ropes. Now, I praise him for giving me my credit because I absolutely eat off of silver platters. I'm the Reverend Hunt. Uh, lobster tail, salmon on a caper, we can do it. So I said this because I, I seen that there was some hunger in them. And um, and I wanted to I wanted to try to pull a little bit more out of him. Uh, it, it was just it was just based off of me kind of giving something to him for for him showing a little bit of respect. We ran into him, uh, Big Bad Kaiju, who's also going to be a part of the show, who's also mm-hmm. part of Shane Taylor Promotions. Uh, this yeah. was at a show we were doing in New Jersey for We Are Wrestling right before we did the final battle pay per view for Ring of Honor. And uh, Jay Bougie came up to us, very respectful, asked us some questions, just wanted to pick our brain. And eventually I just said, you know what, let me, you know, let me try to see what we can do. Let me get, let me get a match with this guy and, and test where he's at right now, but then also give him a little bit of something to, to, to get his name out there. And uh, somehow between that, there was a miscommunication. Uh, he got very big headed. And um, it goes from me wanting to give him a match as a big brother to me wanting to just fight him in a street fight match and teach him respect like he's my son. And, um, yeah, so now that's that's where we are right now. So he's not going to get the brother-brother me. Uh, I'm, I'm planning to beat some respect into him. It's going to happen on May 20th. Oh, Wow. He may have said plate, but I thought I was still, I should have played the clip and everything, but he may have said plate, but I can't, I can't remember exactly. It, it's it's all right. Same thing, same at, thing. At, this, at this point in time, he doesn't even deserve a plate. He, I'll, I'll put a, I'll put him on a napkin. Okay. I'll put on a, on a bounty, on a bounty. I'll put him on a napkin. Damn. Woo. Shit. Oh, Lord have mercy. All right, so let's get it. All right, so let's get into these matches. We are we are actually sponsoring the tag team match between Perfect. the Faceless Ones and O'Shea and uh, Moses and everything. So, from what I know, it's like all I, I've I've seen pictures of you guys. I've seen a little bit of clips. Y'all are some big boys. Y'all are some <laughs> big boys. So it's like so. What do you expect? I mean, so what are you expecting going? Um, what do you expect out of this tag match? I expect, honestly, for this to be one of the most physical tag matches that anyone in the state of New Jersey has seen, anyone that's been coming to a show has seen. Uh, I think a lot of times when you look at tag matches, you look at people trying to out-finesse each other. But uh, I know my gentlemen, I know Prolific Moses, I know Big Bad Kaiju, they're going to be bringing it. And and I think that that's one dangerous thing. They both can fly. They both can cruise around like featherweights. And what it's going to take for Jocko and it's going to take for faces, it's going to take for them to bring it. And I've seen what they can do. Um, they, they're the type that they are young, they're agile, they're unpredictable, and, and they deserve all those credits and accolades. But uh, what happens when you're standing across the ring from people that are immovable objects? What can you do to, to take your skill and your power to the next level? And I think when it comes down to it, this whole tag match is going to pretty much tell a story of will and power about who wants it more. 
each I feel like each person is going to have to dig deeper in themselves than they ever have to pull this match out of the bag. And I think that's what's going to make it exciting about this tag match coming up. Sweet, 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 sweet. Oh, so glad we got our hands on that one. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys, you guys got a good one. You yeah. just better hope it, tur- it turns out well and it's just a normal match because I'm, I'm sorry, but if some bodies hit the floor and somebody doesn't walk out of that ring alive, your guy's name is all over that. Well, shit. It's like our, our name's been over this damn event since the get-go and everything. So it's like... Let the bodies hit the floor, as ECW used to say. <laughs> oh, oh, they're going to hit, too. They're going to hit, and they're going to hit hard. Right. All right. Savage and, uh, Savage and Shane. Now, we saw, we saw clips of them on another uh, podcast and everything. It was actually Shane's interview, but Savage kind of did a run-in on that of one. Of course. Um, and so it's just like, these are two monsters are going to go at it. Am I right? Absolutely. I, I don't, you know, you said it the best. I don't think there's a better way to explain it. Two, two monsters, you know, two of what, what I feel is two of the most strongest people that's out there right now. Uh, in my personal opinion, I still don't think PJ Savage is getting the just due that he deserves. Uh, I feel like that there's a lot that he can bring. There's a lot in the tank. He's just now getting his career started. And he has a very, very, very bright future. You know, you hear PJ Savage talk. He has the passion he has the zeal he has the heart he has the junction but all of that combined no matter how much he has in my personal opinion it's going to do no no good against Shane Taylor you're looking at a guy that's not only been the one of the most dominant ring of honor world television champions has also led his men to victory in the ring of honor world six man champions has also done that in the last previous year of 2021 of helping to lead the faction of the year for Ring of Honor. This is by no shape of imagination why Shane Taylor is the team leader, the team player of Shane Taylor Promotions. This is why the promotion is named Shane Taylor Promotions. <laughs> so PJ Savage is going to have to dig deep in himself and everything that I just put him over with. You, you, the willpower, you're going to need extra will. The heart, you're going to need extra heart. The strength, my guy, you better be hitting the gym and, and overdosing on protein right now. Because when Shane, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. And I think that's what's going to happen with P.J. Savage. Unfortunately, I think it's going to be at the last second he's going to realize he's in way deep over his head. And I say Shane's going to get the victory on that one. Well, I mean, well, I mean of course, you got to stick up for you guys. I, I, I got to go with my boys. I <laughs> got to go with yeah. my boys. Come on. Come on. Does Savage have a fighting chance? He does. He does. It's not going to be walking apart. I, I think he does. And, and I know based on hearing them and unfortunately them, them taking over other shows that we have been on. Uh, I know he has the heart. I know he has the zeal. And, and I believe that, that, that we're going to see a, a side of Savage that no one in the history of his career has ever seen because Shane is going to force him to dig deep in himself to something that people have never seen. And I think that this is going to be the true testament of time to see if PJ Savage can withstand this. And in my personal opinion, uh, if he can survive this, win, lose, or draw, it's going to be it's it's a win for Savage. If he can survive this, because there's going to be a learning lesson at the end of this butt whooping that Savage can hopefully take away from this and make himself better if he does survive. And if he doesn't survive, well, I mean, it's just the nature of the business. But I'm gonna tell you, Shane's gonna be swinging blows just like he did on people like Minoru Suzuki, uh, Josh the Goods Woods, Jay Lethal. 
Jonathan mm-hmm. Gresham. The list goes on of greats that have stepped into the ring and that have not stood the test of time. So I hope PJ Savage is ready for that. But I do feel that PJ is going to have a good fighting chance, at least until the end. He better try to knock Shane out quick and get out quick, man. If this goes to <laughs> If this goes the distance, Shane can go the distance. Oh wow! Oh man! All right. So before we get to your before, before we get to your match and everything, uh, y'all were just in Arlington. Yeah, yeah, we were just out there. Shane, Shane was out there. I just did a run. I actually feel like it was a little bit of like a Texas takeover. So we did uh we did Dallas for Mania Week, and then just recently Shane was in Arlington. I was in Rockwall not too far outside of Dallas. Then I had another show in Fate, Texas. Uh, so Shane Taylor Promotions has been putting deeper and deeper footprints in a Lone Star State. Did you say Faith or Fate? Fate. Oh, oh fate. fate. Texas. Okay. That, that's nowhere near me. I'm down in Houston, so. Yeah, I, 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 we, we, were, we were almost there. So we, we could lock some stuff in in Houston. Hopefully it happens real soon. Hopefully it happens real soon. Hit me up. Hit me up if you do. I will be there for sure. For sure. Absolutely. All right. Bodega Street Fight. (laughs) You and Jay Bougie. As you said earlier, this has escalated quickly. From just a regular, like, respect match to, uh, I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, are you going with like a? Are you, are you going with like weapons or? Uh, I know you don't want to give all your secrets out, but uh, what can we expect? My father once told me, "When you're in a fight, don't fight fair, because the other person isn't fighting fair." And at the end of the day, you have to go home at night. You got to go home to a family. You got to go home to a wife, a husband, kids, animals, relatives. You got to go home, and you got to make it another day. And I think the most ridiculous and the most stupid thing I have ever heard was for them to let the hype get the best of them. And somehow they offer a bodega street fight match. This is something that's never been seen in the state of New York, in the state of Jersey. The first ever bodega street fight match, to my knowledge, and Jay Bougie's knowledge. And I honestly feel that Jay Bougie would have been safer if we would have just kept this a normal sanctioned match. I still would have whooped his tail but it would have been safer. But now there's a Bodega street fight match. Now that I'm in his backyard, I know he's not going to fight fair. So therefore I'm coming out the gate and I'm not going to fight fair. So that's the nature of the beast. Whether you bring chopped cheese, rather you bring uh, uh, stuffed cats. I don't care what you bring. Ring lights, crocs, thumbtacks, fire, Barbed wire, chairs, doors, I don't care. There's a reason why I'm called the Savior Pro Wrestling. is because every time someone tries to kill me, I resurrect and I bounce back stronger than I've ever been. And that's how I've been for the last 10 years in this business. So the short version of this, if we go back to word association, if you would say Bodega Street Fight Match, one word will come up, death, death. And my thing is to Jay Bougie, is he ready to die? I know what the pearly gates look like and what the world looks like on the other side of me, but what happens when I'm the last person that he's looking at as he hears the ref count to three, as he feels the blood trickling over his face and his eyes are slowly shutting? Is he prepared for that? Or is he going to try to ask for forgiveness 
at the last second. That's what he has in store for him. And it's dangerous when you look at a person, they have nothing to lose and everything to gain. I've been to the top of the mountain. But at the end of the day, I have a legacy to protect. So I don't fear no man. Is he ready for that? I don't think he is. I don't. But we'll see. Uh, will our bodega expert care to chime in? Me? Well, you're a Philly girl. Well, I know poppy stores. I know poppy stores are pretty much like bodegas. I mean, if you're going to talk about death, just don't go in the bathroom. That's that's certain death right there. Jesus fucking Christ. So, so we have to? So if I get some, <laughs> so, so, so let, let's be honest. So since, since you guys, since you guys are sponsoring the tags, well, might as well just trickle you in there. So if I give him a swirly in this match, I can give you guys a shout out. I'm like, they told us to go to the bathroom. Sure. Go for it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> No, oh it's, I mean, see, for me, when it when I think of bodegas, I there there's there's bodegas, there's poppy stores. You, you call them what you want. They're the corner stores. They're they're the 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 one thing that that, that always made this like match like bodega fight to me is like a bodega is about community. It's about family. It's about respect. And you piss off somebody's bodega, you piss off them. I mean, you talk about your legacy, but you're talking about somebody building his legacy. And that's even a little bit more dangerous. You might be trying to protect your legacy, but this boy's trying to make his legacy. And he's going to do everything and anything he can. You said stuff cats. This, pro- this, this guy's probably going to bring fucking real cats. Hey, I, I, I listen. If he wants to go that way, I know some people that can make some mean sushi. Actually, they they make dumplings out of cat, not sushi. Dumplings, I like those too. Let's, let's <laughs> oh lord, like those too. Oh, I'll, eat, I'll, 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 I'll eat them. I'll eat them as I whoop them around the arena, and then give them a swirly. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, this is gonna be sick. This is gonna be yeah. sick on Friday. Matter, matter of fact, who knows? We might get cut off IWTV after that match. And that's not even the main event, so I apologize. They give it. Hey, listen, expect the unexpected. Well, I mean, it's always expect kind of. I mean, it's always kind of you know a little bit troubling when you're eating pussy on live TV. <laughs> oh Lord! I will. I will tell. I will tell you this. I, I will. I will tell you this. Here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna give you my pre-match ritual, and this is the first I've ever done. Is you're getting the first sneak peek behind this one. Ooh. Okay. I'm gonna get to the arena. Actually, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to get in Thursday. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to take a tour of downtown New York. I'm going to fill it. Go there in the morning, get a chopped cheese. I keep bragging about these chopped cheese. I'm going to a bodega to get a chopped cheese. I'm going to eat it. I want to, I want to feel, I want, I want New York to run through my blood. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to stop by, maybe have a meeting with Jay-Z. Maybe. Talk to him. I'm going to talk to the, one of the real kings of New York. Then I'm going to drive back to New Jersey, hop on and get back to New Jersey. I'm going to get to the arena. I'm going to crack open my first, my first bottle, Terramana tequila. I'll have that done by about six o'clock. Crack open a second bottle by about 630. I'll make sure to have that full bottle done by seven o'clock. Seven, we're going to get ready for IWTV. And all of that combined with my already sober rage. That's going to be how you're going to get me for this Bodega Street Fight match. That's my pre-match 
ritual. I don't know what to. I don't know what to say after that. I don't know what to say. You can't say anything. You can't say anything after that. That's just like that makes and it like just, can't he, already. He, no, he, no, no, no. He's hold just going to be drinking a juicy juice box back there because he's not old enough to drink. You, you don't. You don't talk to a king in New York. You don't. When it comes to New York, and I'm saying this as somebody that that loves that city as much as I love Philly, New York is not about the rich and powerful. New York about is about the heart and soul. New York is about the bus drivers, the taxi drivers. You want to you want to learn about the heart of city. You want to learn about being a king. You talk to the taxi driver. You talk to the subway driver. You talk to the guys that stand at the top, the cops that sit at the top at the MTAs. You talk to those guys. That's the heart and soul of the city. You don't need a king for that. You might need to pass this over to Jay Bougie. He doesn't need me to. <laughs> because that's, that's, said, that's I, the thing. That's the thing. Bougie and I, we have a thing. Like I understand a lot about Bougie because I've been where he's at. I've been wanting to dream it. This is my dream. This podcast right here has been my dream for years. I've accomplished my dream. I have one more step to get, you know, to move it further. But this, these ladies is my dream. So I, I understand Bougie's mind. Well, Bougie, you're, fur, you're, you're further than Bougie. You want to know why? You've got your dream. Perhaps without wearing Crocs. No, I'm barefoot. I'm like Matt Riddle in that aspect. That's better. <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer, I prefer, listen, I prefer him to be barefoot to wearing Crocs. And I told him that if there's a single Croc, I'm going to smack him across the face with it. It's the first thing I do. I'm going to jack him just like I did to my high school kids. I'm going to grip him up, throw him against the ropes, snatching the Crocs. I'm jacking him and I'm going to crack him across the face with it. So I prefer him to be barefoot. And that's why I said, you are more successful than Jay Bougie. And I agree with you. You got to talk to the hustles and the bustles. You do. But you also have to talk to the people that had the mindset to also build something and keep it in that city. And I think right now what happens is, and I told Jay Boozy this, he does all of this. He's like he's like that little chihuahua. And all you got to do is go, what are you doing? And it starts scratching his little tail across the ground. That's Jay Boozy. Me, I just relax. I take a deep breath. And I do what we call in the business, the eyes open, ears shut mentality. Keep your eyes open, mouth shut, ears open. I just observe. And real killers always move in silence. And always the louder that you talk, the more you want people to hear you. But what they fail to understand is you should never want someone to hear you. You should want them to listen to you. But he's so focused on everyone wanting to hear him that all you hear is noise, but when you listen, you understand words. So I agree. I agree. That's why I'm going to drive there. I'm not going to take the helicopter. I'm not going to take the limo. I want to get stuck in traffic. I want to cuss people out. I want to. I want to get in some road rage. I want to get a little pantsed up and then drink tequila because I'm a tequila guy. Shout out to Wayne the Rock Johnson. Tear on tequila. Get your bottles today. But. When it's all said and done, I'm sorry. I apologize. But but I, I will make sure. 
I will make sure. I, I will send you his box since you all are the same. And I see you have high accolades and kudos to you for having high accolades. I'm going to send you a box of some of his memorabilia just so you can put it in the backdrop with the, with the Funkas back there and just put it there. And, and you have a shrine case of, of rotating crocs with a little light on them, just going like this, just rotating themselves in a circle. So before you start every show, you can be like, Jay, you were a real one. That was one of the greatest episodes of the podcast we have ever had. Because that last podcast we did might be the last one that he has ever done a day in his life when it's all standing up. Right in the middle. Right in the middle of the funk pop goes. Right in the middle. No, you are not disrespecting the the pictures in that middle. That picture (laughs) is better and greater than you will ever be. You know who's in that picture? That's Becky fucking Lynch. Oh. Ah, Eliza <laughs> Thornberry. Ah. Okay, yes. you know what, bro? <laughs> <laughs> calm down, calm down. Go on mute, 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 go on mute. Nah, it's all she good. She can come and watch it too. She can come and watch a Bodega Street Fight match. <laughs> it's okay. He's from Pittsburgh. He doesn't know class. Ah. Uh. Uh, speaking of Pittsburgh, um, yeah, Alicia will be happy about this rep. Uh, in the period two, game seven, uh, Penguins are up three two on the Rangers, and I know Savage is having a horrible time right now. <laughs> and he's he's probably crying over his Crocs. Savage don't wear Crocs. That's bougie. Listen, they, he tried to claim New Yorkers did it, but they they they, sl- they quickly shut him down about that. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna extend this out to him as well and everything. But you got you got to ho- hopefully in a couple weeks after this event's over and blown down and everything, we can get a one on one with you and Jay Bougie. I, I will give you guys that. I, I will I will give you that. Okay. Oh my god, this is good. Is it Friday yet? Is it Friday yet? I don't care. If, I don't give a fuck if I'm working that day. I will. I will be watching this like whoo man all right working all right i know i know front rows sold out and everything but where can everybody get their tickets everybody can get their tickets at Eventbrite. actually if you go right to my twitter or jay bougie's twitter we have the tweet pinned it'll give you a link right there at Eventbrite. you can get those tickets right there but if you by chance are out of state or you might have prior obligations listen you don't even have to miss the event we are going live on IWTV, not pre-recorded, live in living form, which means uncensored. Anything goes, whatever happens, the camera picks it up and it goes right to your eyes as if you're sitting there. So you can go there live. We're going to be in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey for the show this Friday, May 20th. If you're not, IWTV is where you will find us and it is going to be insane. We got a, a whole list. Not only is 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 going to be a STP versus TakeOver is the main theme of it. We have so many people. We got a part of the Samoan Dynasty. It's going to be representing Sean Maluda is going to be in the building. I got a gentleman named AJ Alexander who's here in the Pittsburgh area, a gentleman that I've known for a couple of years now. Tremendous athlete and the list goes on. We have some females on the card. 
So, so it's, it's going to get crazy. It's going to get real crazy. And uh, at the end of the day, I think everybody's going to win by this takeover. Everybody's going to win out of this. It's going to show some, some notoriety to our local athletes that are out there that feel like they have not been able to get their name out there. This is going to give them the platform. I tweeted it out. I told them, I said, listen, at the end of the day, our eyes are on everybody. So you never know. Still, STP always keeps our eyes open. And I'm going to be there looking at and maybe someone might get a contract with STP after. You never know. But it's about how people bring it to the table. So I believe this is an opportunity for everybody to showcase the best that they have. And based off the time that I've seen so far, I know everyone's going to do it. It's going to be a great show from the beginning all the way until everybody goes home. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Kayla, any final thoughts before we let Rev go? Other than um, I won't choose sides because, you know, obviously after interviewing you, you know, I like you and you're, you know, awesome hearing your story and stuff. So I'm not going to choose sides because, you know, interviewing Bougie is kind of hard to be like, well, I like this person. So like we always say, let the fans win. Um, unfortunately, I do work second shift at work. I mean, so hopefully I can get Kat to like send me tweets and stuff. What's, you know, text message, what's going on. But just make um, sure you have a bottle of water. You might have some heart attacks. and just going to be tweeting you back and forth. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, I do have water. <laughs> so, but no, I actually look forward, you know, maybe, um, you know, obviously when I can catch clips and stuff online and, you know, stuff like that. But um, I just want to wish you the best. And absolutely. I guess just say kick some ass. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> It's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna happen. It, it's 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 gonna it, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a crazy time, and uh, and I, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm looking. I, I think I think it's gonna get real crazy, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some credit for the. Uh, a lot of people can't see it, but the nightmare flag behind you, uh, <laughs> Cody, Cody Rhodes is a good good brother of mine. As a matter of fact, wearing the shirt by the way too. Oh wow! Nice. So that's all. Cody is a Cody's a good friend, and you're wearing a shirt. So even though you won't say you're voting for me because I know you're smart because of that flag, I know you are. <laughs> yeah, Cody. Cody is probably one of my absolute first ever wrestlers that got me involved. So he's on my list to meet of people. So it's that day that happens, I might be going, okay, okay, <laughs> kind of thing. So right, uh, Jolly. Any final words? All right. I just one suggestion for you when you go to New York. No, no, no. This isn't anything bad. <laughs> Especially if your Pittsburgh uh, Penguins beat the Rangers, go to Madison Square Garden. Just go to the outside of it. You don't got to go inside because I haven't either. Um, but there's just there's an energy around outside of Madison Square Garden. And just because you know the wrestlers that have bled in that building, that Eddie has bled in that building. And while I will be rooting for Bougie, I respect you, Rev. Even though I saw your uh, TikTok of you trying to run the steps, eh, trying to be Rocky, and you failed miserably. I did it better. I, I actually hit every step. But that's not the point of it. You're actually supposed to miss the steps because that's what builds up leg strength. And I only the only reason why I know this is because I uh, 
watch all the football players uh, from the opposing teams and the Eagles when I worked at the stadium. So they, they always say you don't hit every step. You actually hit every other step to build up the leg muscle. That is actually a fact that I've talked to one of the guys from an actually, I think it was the kicker from fuck. I forget which team it was. It wasn't one that's that I hate. Team. That's a, that's a good team. Team fuck. I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably there. There should be a, team called that you know just for the shits and giggles but no they they said that they don't try to hit every step because that that defeats the purpose of the leg muscles but i'm gonna let that go but just, just you know <laughs> when, you, when you go to mount like just when if you go to new york one take the train don't drive i'll tell you that right now take the train you'll pull into penn station or union station i forget what i think it's penn station and it takes you right out to where madison square garden is and just just go there and soak it in because as a wrestling fan, even as a wrestling performer, there's one place that you always want to go, and that's Madison Square Garden. So I wish you the best of luck. Um, if there are any physical cats hurt, I will be reporting both you and Bougie to PETA. Um, and I do hope to have you back on. The funny thing is, and I, this is... I started following you on TikTok before I knew about any of this. And I just, I just loved your content because it was just funny. It made me smile. Uh, Cause you know, I, that's all I do is I really, I really don't post much content myself, but I just follow people that make me smile, laugh. I follow. Yeah, that, a, a that's, lot what, that's what the platform is for. I, but I also follow like, you know, especially a lot of the uh, uh, indigenous creators and black creators, just because they challenge my mind and they make me educate myself to become a better person, to become a better um accomplice or ally to the communities that are being you know looked down on to try to be better for them so i love anything like that that helps out so good luck um uh, when you go through newark just don't breathe i know it smells like ass there's nothing we can do about it they've tried philly philly has tried to have it cleaned up but we since we can't since that's more north we don't we phillies don't doesn't we're south so Philly is basically- I, I I got I got a new gas mask uh for for occasions like this. I learned the hard way even just those few times we were running shows at the ECW arena. Uh yeah, I got I got some gas masks that should be on the way by that time. Yeah, that I don't understand how Newark can smell that bad all the fucking time. It is horrible. That's what happens when you got a bunch of Jay Bougies running around. I don't even think it's that. I think it's worse. Nah, nah. I mean, there, there, there's some worse wrestlers. Nah, nah. Boogeyman's. That's all. Boogeyman's there. Oh, oh, damn. Okay. I'm sorry. Every, um, his his DLC just dropped for new 2K22, or it's dropping this week. And when that when he came on my screen, the only thing I thought of it was him eating the mole off of Jillian Hall's face. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Was, that was that was so classic. But you wanted to throw up when you saw it. Yeah. I don't know why, but he was my niece's favorite. I don't get it. She's crazy though. <laughs> well, that explains it. She, okay. she might she might want to eat a mole one day. Just know that. I have no idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. Rev Ron Hunt. Thank you so much for joining us. It my was pleasure. an honor to have you on. Best of luck this Friday. Uh, to you and all of STP and like I said um, 
Uh, hopefully in a couple of weeks after everything dies down, we can at least get you and Jay Bougie on for a one-on-one recap and everything. And like I said, next, if y'all ever come down to Houston and everything, hit me up and I'll be there front row. Absolutely. Absolutely. Will do. Thank you so much for having me. And, and uh, hopefully, you know, both of us are in one piece. If not, uh, my condolences. <laughs> oh my God. That was so much fun these two interviews with the takeover and rev and everything (laughs) okay rev and bougie is fun i want pj and and shane yeah hopefully i mean i know the interviews uh i mean the events on friday and everything we can't really get shane on here in time and everything but get a maybe get a one-on-one one with them later depending on the match goes somebody will probably be wanting a rematch Oh, I, def- I definitely see a rematch. And, and it's like, you know, I like the confidence and everything they say, but, you know, th- there's a hidden confidence that they were exuding in the interview a couple weeks ago with us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I think that STP is overlooking that, that just a little bit because while they have a legacy, these boys are hungry. They're building theirs. They're building theirs. So, yeah, you got your legacy. But just because you see them as that small yappy dog, and just if you see them as some annoying little baby brother, baby brother can knock your ass out, too. God, that word association game. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm splitting it <laughs> Dude, when he said brat, my mind went in a completely different direction because... I've been on a weird side of TikTok lately. And I'm like, oh, wait, okay, he means it that way. Okay. Woo-hoo. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. All right. Before we get going and everything, uh, usually the jester likes the whole court, but uh boss lady today was pissed about something. So uh it- the gavel is yours. Hear ye, hear ye, the boss lady needs to speak it. Dust both lazy have court to jest. Lord. <laughs> okay. Um, no, down to serious after a wonderful gesture introduction. Um, okay. I get it. Ryan Cabrera had his issues in the past. I get that. But obviously he's changed because he married Alexa Bliss, who happens to be one of my absolute favorite WWE superstars to this day. Um, yes, Alexa has had tattoos in the past, which is the white. I think that's the coolest I've ever seen. But like I said, you didn't even know that she had them. Well, they get matching tattoos. And then the hate that comes out. Well, y'all going to break up in a couple months. Every time you get this tattoo, you guys are going to break up. Um, don't come and if someone said don't come crying to me when he cheats on you like he did everybody else I mean just the negativity not even giving it a chance I understand sometimes you say once a cheater once a liar you know they're never going to change and at some point I've been in that path they don't they're always going to be the same but they just got married she seems really happy and from what I'm seeing on social media He's treating her very well. 
So until you know that some serious shit is going on, leave Alexa Bliss alone and let her be fucking happy with her life. Because obviously she's married to the love of her life. Um, She is living a dream job that she absolutely loves to do. Um, And which kudos, I'm glad that Spiteful's back. How long was that going to stay? But it was nice to hear her music to Spiteful. But people, you're the first people to bitch when people come in in your life and trying to intrude and give you negative activity. But yet you bitch to wrestlers and celebrities because you don't like something they're doing. But yet then you're the first ones to fucking complain when your ass gets blocked by them. So let her be, let her live her life. And then just, just be happy for her. If you're not happy for her, then that's your problem, not mine. Same way people wanted to go kill Renee when she got with Mox and married Mox. So people, just let people be happy. If that's who they want to be with, be happy. Because if someone tried to steal your man or your woman or whatever you're, you know, you would raise hell. Because I know I would. I'm sure Kat would raise hell if someone tried to come after her hubby. So just leave people's lives alone. Leave personal lives off. And it just made me so, you know, freaking mad that, you know, just got married and she's happy and all of a sudden, oh, he's going to cheat on you. How do you know? People can change. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it for the worst. I've seen it for the better. So just let her be. And if you don't like that she got a matching tattoo with her husband that she seems to be very happy with, then block her. Take her off of social media. Don't, un- don't follow her. That's, I mean, that's all I got to say. Just leave people's celebrities' personal lives out because they, you wouldn't want anybody meddling in yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it, it's total bullshit and everything. Oh, wow, they got matching tattoos. Big fucking deal. They're newlyweds. They're happy. And, and it's cute. It's a cute like, one, too. Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah. It's so cute. It's like a little. Picture. Yeah. Okay, but to play devil's advocate and who's known people who have gotten matching tattoos. Yeah, I know how they're The majority to- of the time they break up. They pulled the same shit with Sammy Guevara and Taya Conte, whether it was fake or not, did that whole bullshit thing. Yeah. That is one couple that just drives me crazy. They're blocked on all social media. Ugh. They're blocked. Their name is blocked and muted. I don't see them. Oh my god, they're the uh, it's just so disgusting. Um I I do have one small beef with AEW right now. And I know you guys want to go on to your beefs, but this is my thing. Go ahead. Jeff Hardy fucking stop. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I just <laughs> I'm sorry, you're what no I've been watching the fucking spots. No wonder why WWE didn't want you doing those spots anymore. Or as frequently. Jesus fucking Christ. Just stop. It's like I cringe watching the clips of Darby. And I don't even fucking like Darby. Jumping on top of you and breaking you through the chairs. You know. Just like fucking Ric Flair. It's time to stop. If you're going to wrestle, wrestle normally. Save those high-flying spots for 
special pay-per-views or special events, but dude, you're going to hit the stairs wrong one time and you're not going to walk again. And that's my biggest fear for you. I'm sorry. It's just, it's one of the worst things that did drives me absolutely fucking bonkers watching him do these high risk spots. And it's like, if that's why he left WWE besides the whole drug thing, which everybody's will he they were wrong. They owe him apology. No, WWE has every right to say, well, you know what? We think you're on drugs. You left in the middle of a match. And they have every right to fire your ass. But you know, just just Tony, stop with having him do those spots. If you want him to have a long, fruitful career and finish out his career in your fucking crappy business, then have him stop. Because that's just, yeah, no. It's I, I cringe every time I see Jeff Hardy jumps off the top of the splatter. And this is why I prefer Edge's rebirth, because at least that's fucking entertaining. Did you just fart? No, it was my chair. Oh. <laughs> Man. Oh, no, but it's like the other day when it's like when uh, Jeff had his match with his tournament match with uh, Darby Allen and, and it's like Darby was like saying, it's like, let's, let's just throw out the rules and everything. It's just like, it's like a younger version. I, I honestly don't know how Darby's going to be able to keep it up. I know he's young, but damn. I could tell just, you know, I watched that match because I was catching up with wrestling and I watched that match and, you know, I like both of them. And it's just like, I mean, you watch those clips when Darby went down with those chairs, him and Jeff were both literally almost hitting that neck on the back, but Darby got the the back part of his lower, you know, top of his back. Right. He came down on those chairs and it's just like, dude, you know, what the hell? But, um, yeah, Darby does need to slow down. I know he's, you know, high-flying risk taker, and he has been, I've heard, even in his independence. So, you know, he's says he's living his life. But um, but I will say I did like the end, coffin drop, and then how Jeff used the leverage up on the ladder, which was a great veteran move. So that was a kind of interesting finish. But. <laughs> I kind of agree with Jolie. You don't stop doing these high-flying moves. You're not going to, you know, you're going to be watching your kids in a wheelchair. I mean, because you could just tell so many times, like, how they were laying on the, you know, laying on the floor. Jess probably thinking, oh, I'm getting too old for this. You know, like, just how he moved around and, you know, different things like that. Exactly. It's just, because especially Darby's still young. He's probably, what, 20? I want to say he's, what, at least, I'm... I don't know how young he's not. I don't even think he's 25 yet. Maybe quite. I'm not sure, but um, he's still young and he, you know, there's no one who needs to go a whole lot against his career. So there's need to slow down. You don't have to have every brutal match in AEW. Exactly. Oh my God. All right. Speaking of AEW and the uh, turning matches and everything, we got to get to, we got to talk about, some shit that's gone down over the last few days. Because apparently, one who Rashida didn't know she was being taken out of the Owen's Heart, Owen Hart tournament. Which I, 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 
I don't, some funny business going on, but good news, especially for Kayla and everything. Statlander's taking her place. And of, of course, I know Kayla's wanting, Kayla, you want her to go to the end and win the whole fucking thing. I do know the article I did read um, is saying that, you know, Sheeta did want time off to go back to Japan and spend time with family. But as far as taking it out as a injury was, you know, like shocking against her. Cause I was thinking, okay, she's a legit injury. Then when she says I've had four matches after that street fight, I'm doing fine. I'm good. Um, but it's kind of wrong how they kind of rid her out, written her out of it. Um, but Hey, if she's going home to Japan, I'm happy for her, you know, spend time with family, do wrestling promotions out there. Um, but I hate that you've been replaced. Um, yes, I'm glad that Chris Statlander is in it. Um, but however, I kind of wish she was in it to begin with. I kind of feel like she was forced into it now. And I don't think that's fair. Yeah. Um, so now that she's in it, I, I'm pretty sure that she's going to beat Red Velvet. I'm pretty sure that she's going to and move on to the next. Um, and I want to say whoever wins between Britt Baker and the Joker, no, probably, yeah, Red, Red, um, Britt Baker and the Joker is who she's probably going to face. So I wanted to go all the way to the end. Um, did they ever announce what this was for? Are they going for a championship opportunity or? Honestly, I'm not sure. But if anything, it might be a TNT shot. But I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay, well, if she goes all the way to the end and wins the tournament, which I really hope she does. Um, I'll be so happy. And if she gets the title, and I really want her to be the one to break Jade's record. And come July, she's going to be at Galaxy Con. And I'm going to be there. So I'm pretty excited. Um, so... I, I really don't know. I don't want to get too excited and say she's going to win the rest of it because I don't know. Yeah. I mean, look how Tony Storm came in. Look how she's dominated. And if they're saying who the Joker is, I see them pushing her more than Chris Statlander. I hate to be like that, but just the way they've been throwing these Jokers around. Look at Ruby Soho. She came in as a Joker. Guess what? She ran away. Yes, she hasn't won a championship. But they pushed her and pushed her. Chris fell down. So um, I'm going to make a wild prediction. Obviously, I think the Joker is going to beat Britt Baker. We'll find out. But if I had to take a stab at it, I do think our Joker is going to be Athena. So if it is, Kat, I know she's your girl from Texas. But she better not beat my Chris Statlander. If she gets that opportunity, or I'm coming to Texas to haunt you down, girl. Well, let's just get past <laughs> Wednesday and just kind of go from there. And I will be at AW on Wednesday, so I will definitely be taping a video. And of course, if it is Athena, I'm going to be screaming my fucking head off. 
I want to say something about AEW again. <laughs> I feel that they are trying too hard with these quote unquote jokers to bring in these other talents. Where has Ruby Soho been? On Dark? On YouTube? She's in the tournament, though. Okay. No, she's been on uh, Rampage. Is it? Yeah, she's been on Rampage. Okay, but still. They, they, they are focusing more on these... Uh, I hate saying it. Cuts from WWE. Quits from WWE. And pushing aside people like Chris, mm-hmm. like Nyla. Hell, no offense to Thunder or anything, but she shouldn't have been the one to take the title off of Brit. Hell yeah, sister. Hell yeah. I'm still effing pissed about that shit. And where has Thunder been? Not on She's TV. Been it, not fucking showing up like she fucking shows to be. At least fucking Britt Baker showed up every fucking week. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's all. That's all Tony Khan. That's all fucking Tony Khan. Exactly. Tony is about fucking... how he's booking the show. Because a little comment came out saying he don't know how to fucking use her. Why make her a fucking champion if you don't know how to fucking use her? Agreed. So he doesn't know how to fucking use her. Probably one of the best independent women's wrestlers out there one of not the best but one of um yeah no i i just i'm just frustrated with the whole women's division and again becky lynch was fucking right yes becky lynch was right dream match Uh, just a dream match AEW women division versus all of wwe women division Five on five or nope, okay. everyone. Yeah. Royal. It's <laughs> a crazy battle red rover match. I don't know. Something <laughs> no, 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 no. I would I would take the five top AEW right. and five top WWE. So you would have Bianca, Rhea, Rhonda, Becky, and if she's back, Charlotte. If not, Sasha. Okay. Those five women can destroy whatever fucking five women they bring up. Even if they clone Nyla Rose five fucking times, they would destroy her. Britt Britt Baker can't hold a candle. Jade can't hold a fucking candle. Thunder, maybe. Athena, I'm sorry. You weren't good enough to cut it in WWE. I'm sorry. You weren't. The crowd couldn't get behind you because... That's the whole thing with Taya Conte. The crowd can get behind her. Wow. Um, as as good as Ember Moon was in NXT, if you can't, th- this is the big thing that nobody seems to grasp. If you cannot somehow transition, look at Keith Lee. Couldn't they couldn't get behind him? Except for once at the Royal Rumble. That was it. They couldn't get behind Retribution, but Retribution sucks ass. But apparently now they're getting behind Mace with with, uh, LA Knight. And I know he's got a new name. But LA Knight is fucking... He got over. Mm -hmm. 
Becky Lynch got over. Charlotte got over. Alexa got over. Carmella got over. Liv. Shayna Baszler got fucking over. And Shayna wrestles like a fucking robot. No offense to Shayna. But that's how she wrestles. She's a slow, methodical wrestler. She got over. If you can't get over, Jade would get fucking torn apart by WWE fans. Mm -hmm. She already does. Thunder might get accepted. But that's because she has a connection with the fan base. That's different. Tony, Tony Storm, look, I love you, sweetheart, but you quit. You quit on WWE when they were saying that you were going to be the next in line to go for the title. So how am I going to have faith that you're not going to quit on AEW? But you've got people like Anna Jay and Chris Statlander that have stayed with AEW. Even Penelope Ford, she's been there, what, since pretty much the beginning, right? Yeah, and, that, and I mean, I may not be a fan of her, but Penelope Ford could kick some serious ass. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, she's one hell of a female wrestler in that ring. Yeah, but she's been at the very top with her and Kip's been there every step of the way. So even though he walks around currently, which look for him going around with the bag on his head. So you might be able to meet Kip Saban tomorrow. Or I mean, Wednesday, sorry. Oh, that him? Yeah, Kip, Kip's the one with the bag over her bag, bag or box over his head. Oh, okay. I'm wondering he'll go. He'll was. go around. I've never seen it because I guess he just started it. But he'll go around, and there was one lady on Twitter. He she didn't realize it, but he was actually sitting down beside her in his chair, and and uh, I guess she has said, "Here, Kip." He goes, "I was wondering when you're going to realize." Grabbed her phone and took a selfie with her. So he goes around. <laughs> and ta- so he goes around and taunts people and stuff. So if you see him, I might snatch a picture. But you should probably should see him. I well, never saw like- him. Yeah, it's like um, okay, I'll, I'll I'll say in a second. Go ahead, Jolie. No, but I'm just you want people to believe in your women's division mm-hmm. when you don't even believe in the ones that were with you with day one. Exactly. If you're not going to have, if Tony, Tony, this message is strictly for Tony Khan. One number one. I, the jester, cordially invite you to the show. I know you do popular ones like Swerve and, you know, Sean Ross Sap, but you are a meager, small company and we are a meager, small podcast. And your oh, formidable wisdom. Why not come and lend us your wisdom on our podcast and we can learn together. And maybe I, a wrestling fan older than your ass, who's been a fan longer than you've probably been alive, can teach you a thing or two about how to take care of the women's division because guess what some of the shit that we have talked about on this show has somehow ended up on wwe and nobody else has fucking talked about it explain that to me so you dear tony khan are cordially invited to our show so please man up pull on your big boy pants and come toe-to-toe with the jester. Because I doubt you will. Because you do not know how to run your company. Kenny, you're trying your best. And I know you're trying to get better and heal. But this whole Sheeta thing. If you honestly wanted to write her off. You should have done it with the WWE did with Charlotte. 
break her arm. I use quotation marks. Mm-hmm. Not say she has a fake injury without us saying she had a fake injury. Exactly. I don't know if it's real. I don't know, but she's taking time off to get married and have a honeymoon. You could have done it that way. Had somebody jump Sheeta behind uh, backstage. Yeah. Kind of like what they did with um, I forget who else they did that with, but still, Kyrie. Kyrie, thank, thank you. When she was actually legit injured, they needed to, to do something about it. You know, they did that, and so yeah, there are ways you could have gone around and done it instead of everybody looking at your fucking company like you are a goddamn idiot. Because when this information came out, it made you look like an asshole. And no offense, there shouldn't be a fucking Joker card. Chris should have already been in it. And if you were going to write Sheeta out, then you put the Joker card in. But no, you had him do this roundabout way to put Chris Statlander, somebody who's literally torn her ACL for your fucking company, to be, you know, feel like she's begging for handouts. Because that's what it feels like to me when I watch her. She's fantastic in ring. She's got a great personality. She's a she's pulling off this whole alien vibe really fucking well. And if you do something gone, by the way. Oh, okay. But when she was. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But but let's say, you know, for some weird reason, you signed Samuel Shaw, aka Dexter Loomis. Dude, hook those two up as a tag team. There you go. That's my free unsolicited advice. God, those two as a tag team. Oh, inter- intergender tag mat team? Oh my god, they'd be fucking crazy, fucking psycho. It'd be awesome to watch. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. I was a very big index fan. I was. But she yeah. could not she couldn't do the shit that he could do. And Chris can. Mm-hmm. So I, I will uh get off of my uh AEW soapbox. And um crazy tweets. <laughs> Uh, quick uh, hockey update. Uh, Penguins and Rangers have gone to overtime. Of course they are. So it's like, uh, so it's like I know Savage and uh, Rev are like practically losing their shit right now. <laughs> All right. So you mentioned it earlier, Jolie, and we talked about it before we started recording and everything. Wrestling Observer um, announced or tweeted out that Ric Flair is indeed currently training for an in-ring return why 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 nobody wants to see your ass in the ring i know jolie commented on it earlier but kayla you want to add anything to that who's he teaming up with is it ftr no he's he's training with jay lethal right now but no who is supposed supposed to be i think it's what six-man tag team he was supposed to but I think I'm not sure. But I, I, Rock and Roll, I know Rock and Roll Express, FTR. I forgot who else. But it, it doesn't matter. It. I mean, it still don't matter. But Rick, you're 76 years old. I don't want to please. In the name of every living freaking thing, do not come out in tights. Please don't. I uh, just think I just blindsided the jester over there. But no. No, Rick. if I wasn't already a lesbian, the fact <laughs> of him coming out in a fucking speedo again would have completely turned me to straight pussy. That's it. Um, but before 
we go on with Ric Flair. Um, uh, yeah, she did. Face, I love the face. <laughs> Re- Wrestling news source um, just reported that Hacksaw Jim Duggan revealed that he has cancer again. Oh. Oh my god, that's so horrible. Ugh. As Stephen Amell would say, fuck cancer. Yeah, for real. We wish him nothing but the best and hopefully he can kick its ass again. Jesus Christ. But let, let's let's go back to Rick. Yeah, for the love of fuck, you old man. Stop. That's Stop. All. Yeah, stop, Keep your stop, pants stop. On. We don't need to see you in speedos. We don't need to see you in wrestling tights. Nothing to show your wrinkles or in your whatever else. We don't need to see. So thank you. Exactly. Exactly. Jesus Louise. All right, and then let me see a couple of uh, other ones here. At Miracle Man tweeted out after Friday. Congrats on retaining Sasha and Naomi. Now deactivate the women's tag team titles as they are they are useless. Who the fuck wrote that? Some guy, Christian Miracle at Miracle Man. Just a random tweet. At Merc, dumbass man, whatever the fuck your name is. Hey, at. Hey, hey, dude. Hey. Hi, how you doing? Um, have you even touched a woman before? Those women are more popular, more powerful than you will ever be. And they've got probably two of the coolest husbands in the world. Mikazi makes all the fucking cool costumes behind the scenes at WWE. And Naomi has Jimmy. You really want to fuck with the bloodline there, brah? Yeah, really. The tag teams are not obsolete. You're obsolete. So thanks for making that point out for you. You look like a jackass. Have a nice day. Uh, Kayla, anything there? Other than I don't agree um, for his comment, because honestly, I'll go back it up. Um, I would branch off of that, you know, what Julie said about look who, you know, how how far they've come. And even when uh, Zelina and Carmella had the titles, I believe every woman that's had those titles have kicked ass. So they're not obsolete. So Heck, at this yeah, point, you useless, could probably, whatever. Hopefully, you know, at this point, you could put, I don't know, I'm just going to make up two females together. Um, I don't know, Cora Jade and Natalia together. It would not be obsolete. Oh, exactly. So, I mean, adult or Cora Jade or Indy or, you know, whoever has them would, you know, tear those titles up. So, no, they're not obsolete. Absolutely hey, useless. Hey, Rev. Rev. So when when you stop by Madison Square Garden, you know, to get the feel of the city, don't forget to bring a rose for your beloved penguins who fucking lost. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh, I asked I asked him about this uh, matchup and everything. He doesn't really care for both teams, but he says he hates the penguins more. So, yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I told Brandon Kirk that um, this Philadelphia Flyers fan despises both teams but hates the penguins more nice oh i know savage is happy (laughs) all right i got a couple of quick ones and then we can wrap up this long ass episode and everything 
at Reigns underscore era confirmed, oh, wow, MJF reportedly declined an AEW contract renewal. I think it must not a- have offered him enough. One, number one, I think it's a work. Honestly, I don't think MJF is going to leave, not after Cody just left. Um, he could. But right now, I just think it's just like uh, they're just hosing everybody. I mean, would I love to see MJF across from The Miz to have a, a, a talk off? Fuck yes. 100%. For real. But um, yeah, no, I, I definitely think that uh, uh, MJF is going to stay with uh, AEW. I think it's just a, just a giant ass work. But then again, he doesn't know how to get his mother a Mother's Day card or present. I but love his mother. I love his mother so much. <laughs> okay. Kayla, what do you think? Um, it's funny that you said that because that was one of the tweets I had that Jade had retweeted. Man, MJF, let her sit with us. She's cool because she said we're MJF's parents. We think he sucks too. Um, <laughs> but um, no, as far as MJF, I have seen something that his contract is up in January of 2024, which honestly, as far as he goes, I don't see him leaving because right now, I mean, I'm, in, I'm not a big MJF fan, but some of the promos he does kills it. He is one of the best damn heels in AEW. And like Jolie said, um, I wouldn't mind seeing him and uh, Miz go at it. Talk about a promo showdown. That would be great. So, but hey, as far as leaving it, I really don't see it. Yeah. Really don't. Also, um, congratulations to the Kirks. Um, both of their teams won today. Mm-hmm. Dallas has uh, moved on to the next round. And so has the Rangers. So it's a good day for Kirks. Definitely. Except for uh, their one-on-one match. And uh, and I told I told uh, Kayla earlier, uh, Casey won. Did anybody have any doubt? <laughs> right. We're team oh. Casey. Sorry, Brandon. Girls we've rolling. Always, boys drool. We, we've always been team Casey. Hello. I told her she could borrow Lucille anytime. Right. All right, this one actually just popped up, and this is very, very interesting, especially after the recent events on Raw. Fightful tweeted out, uh, Rhea Ripley, quote, if Beth Phoenix disagrees with what Judgment Day says, I'll step in the ring with her. Yes, please. Ready, please. Does Rhea have a death wish, though? I know, right? (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. Rhea is as talented as the next person but that's her husband and if she don't like what her husband is doing she can't beat the fuck out of her husband she sure as fuck can beat the fuck out of Rhea oh my god that'd be a good match Kayla do you have anything I actually have this crazy one this is more like a facepalm one Okay. It's tweeted out by Russell Buddy, which is supposedly a writing site or whatever that's been trying to get me to come write for them, but no, not going to happen. 
And it was a picture done from Sports Kedia WWE. It's a Hell in a Cell match. Kevin Owens and Ken Owens versus Elias and Ezekiel. I saw that one. I saw that tweet. Really? Y'all are twer- Y'all are idiots! Oh my god! Hey, it could happen because look at that match back at SummerSlam Undertaker had against his own self. So knowing WWE, I could honestly see them having Kevin and Ken Owens versus Eliza. Uh, excuse me. Eliza? Eliza. <laughs> I'm trying to put their names together. That's what I screwed up. Elias and Ezekiel. I mean, come on. Right. I know, it's, I know. You know I, just, I just looked at that. I was just like, seriously, out of all things you could come up with, you had to come up with that one. Right. Hey, for real. Know, I guess it is a dream match. Who knows? Oh my god, this was a lot of fun. Joel, you gotta bring in a crazy tweet eventually. Y'all got them all, so... <laughs> all right you, you got you got next week's well i mean i did just see somebody say that the penguins pulled at doc rivers Ooh. ouch 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 <laughs> i cannot believe the matter I, I i saw the final score i can't believe the mavericks blew out the suns like that damn Oh, I did see one. I um I believe it was by dailyres.com. Uh-huh. And they said that um Ref Aubrey from AEW is the best female ref out there. And I disagree because Jess has worked up her ranks and has become very good and she's very dominant with the men and she rarely fucks up her counts. Yeah, exactly. I'm not yeah. dissing, dissing Aubrey, but that was a very bad take. Yeah, very, very, very. Oh, my God. This was a long-ass episode, but it was so much fun. Thanks again to Ref for coming on. May 20th, if y'all get to New Jersey, IWTV, you got to check gotta check out. And, oh, my God, I can't wait to see the aftermath of all this shit. Condolence. We're sending condolences now. And like I said, this 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 goes to bougie too. If any real cats are brought in and they are harmed, I have PETA on speed dial. Were you gonna add something, Kayla? Mm-mm. No. Other okay. than I wish them the best of luck, good luck, <laughs> kick some serious ass, and we look forward to having both of you back onto the podcast. Tell us all about it. And on that note, that's all we have for this episode of The Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us, and tune in next time as The Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>